0: So the immune system, for example, the adaptive immune system makes antibodies to attack things that are not us and kill things that are not us that are going to hurt us, like an infection. Or if one of our cells turns cancerous, it's not us anymore. It's just going to hurt us. The immune system jumps in and kills the cancer cell before it ever has a chance to multiply. So, for example, cancer is the flip side of the same coin as autoimmune disease. So everything you do to prevent or reverse autoimmune disease is preventing cancer risk. So on average, humans get cancer at least seven times in a lifetime. But we should get to 90 years of age and be able to say, hey, I'm 90. I've never had cancer in my lifetime. But you're really saying, though, oh, I'm 90. On average, I've had cancer seven times in my lifetime. But every time a cell turned cancerous, my immune system doing the right thing, jumped in, attacked that cell, killed it, it's gone. But then when you get a confused immune system it actually can start making antibodies attack on our own body parts.
1: Welcome to Unleash Thyself, where we delve into the frontiers of health and wellness. I am Konstantin Morun, and today we're honored to host Dr. David Bilstrom, MD, a pioneer in the field of functional medicine and a visionary in treating autoimmune diseases. Dr. Bilstrom has dedicated nearly three decades to revolutionizing healthcare focusing on treating the root cause of chronic illness rather than just managing symptoms. His expertise in functional and regenerative medicine has helped thousands reverse autoimmune diseases and prevent future health issues. He's passionate about resetting and optimizing epigenetics in both children and adults, challenging the traditional notion that illness is an inevitable part of aging. As a director of the International Autoimmune Institute and the Bingham Memorial Center for Functional Medicine, Dr. Bilstrom leads the way in holistic and integrative approach to health. His centers are renowned for their innovative use of nature and wellness programs, setting a new standard in autoimmune disease treatment. In this episode, Dr. Bilstrom will share his insights on how the body can heal itself, the critical role of gut health in overall well-being, and the power of vitamin D and structured silver solutions in treating autoimmune conditions. We'll explore his approach to fixing gut health, especially in cases where the autoimmune disease targets the gut itself. Dr. Bilstrom believes that with the right information and approach, there are no illnesses we cannot overcome. He will discuss how individuals can take control of their health, the importance of managing stress and the role of epigenetics in shaping our health destiny. This conversation promises to be a deep dive into the possibilities of functional medicine and a healthier, disease-free life. So prepare to be enlightened by Dr. David Bilstrom's groundbreaking work and his mission to transform healthcare. Remember to subscribe, like. And share your thoughts in the comments. Your engagement helps us continue to bring these impactful stories to light and share this episode with those you hold dear in your life as it can truly change their lives. Let's begin our journey with Dr. David Bellstrom and discover the path to optimal health and well-being. Welcome, beautiful souls. I'm here with Dr. David Bellstrom, Dr. David, it's such a pleasure to have you with us, and I cannot wait to have a beautiful conversation with you.
0: Oh, thanks so much for having me, Constantine.
1: It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. So let's dive right into it. You now specialize in helping people overcome autoimmune diseases, but also prepare themselves so they don't have to deal with them in the first place. How did you stumble upon that?
0: Well, I saw it a lot in my private practice for a lot of years, but then when I decided to be to change the way that autoimmune disease was dealt with worldwide, it really stemmed from reading this absolutely heartbreaking article in the New York Times about this famous journalist who was losing her career, but also her life to lupus, the autoimmune disease lupus. And when I read this, and I had already helped many people turn around autoimmune diseases of all kinds, including lupus, I said, okay, I got to take this 20 years of my experience to a bigger stage because... People need to know that lupus or any autoimmune disease is not a life sentence. And unfortunately, as so often the case with chronic disease, it can become a, life, a death sentence for you. And so we've got to let people know that there is an answer to this epidemic, this autoimmune disease, and it really comes from addressing the root cause of the immune system disruption itself. So powerful.
1: And I want to dive right into it before we look at the root cause, because as I mentioned to you offline, this hits close to home. My partner has been diagnosed last year with an autoimmune disease, the Graves disease, and she was told this is not curable. At best, it can go in remission and she has to be on pills. Now, of course, like you, I don't necessarily believe that anything that happens to us, we cannot change it. I strongly believe that we have the power to change anything and everything. That includes our health, our situation, anything that we want. And it sounds like you, you believe the same thing and you've seen it.
0: Well, absolutely. You know, the, the body's default mode is to move towards wellness. So like I use an example in clinic, if you, if you, step, you walk around your house with bare feet and you kick a chair leg, but you start hopping around in terrible pain, right? And But you're not thinking, oh, great, I'm going to have this terrible toe pain for the next 50 years. You're thinking, well, if I give my body two minutes, it'll go away. I'll be fine. And I'll try not to do that again because it really hurt. But when you get these chronic diseases like autoimmune disease, it's really easy to say, oh, my body, it just can't. Do the, you know, it's just not taking care of things, my poor body. And the body's like, wait, 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 I can fix this. I know how to fix this. You just got to give me a chance. But until you give me that chance, you're going to be stuck with this. Love that. Love that analogy too. So how do we
1: give it a chance?
0: So when you get autoimmune disease, it's really, you have a confused immune system. So the immune system, for example, uh, the the adaptive immune system makes antibodies to attack things that are not us and kill things that are not us that are going to hurt us, like an infection. Or if one of our cells turns cancerous, it's not us anymore. It's just going to hurt us. The immune system jumps in and kills the cancer cell before it ever has a chance to multiply. So like, for example, cancer is the flip side of the same coin that's autoimmune disease. So everything you do to prevent or reverse autoimmune disease is preventing cancer risk. So on average, humans get cancer at least seven times in a lifetime. But we should get to 90 years of age and be able to say, hey, I'm 90. I've never had cancer in my lifetime. What you're really saying, though, oh, I'm 90. On average, I've had cancer seven times in my lifetime. But every time a cell turned cancerous, my immune system, doing the right thing, jumped in, attacked that cell, killed it, it's gone. But then when you get a confused immune system, it actually can start making antibodies attacking our own body parts. And rule of thumb, it's never a good idea to attack your own body parts. You're basically self-destructing. Never a good idea to self-destruct, right? <laughs> so... Um, the other part of the immune system is the uh, innate immune system that's really involved in inflammation control. So, what we now know is that so much of chronic disease is either a problem with the adaptive immune system, we're making antibodies attacking our own body part, self destructing, or a, a disruption of the innate immune system. We can't turn off inflammation. That inflammation grows, 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 creating chronic disease. So, this is where things that we didn't think were immune system related are truly immune system related. Things like heart attacks and strokes and Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and dementia and chronic kidney disease and osteoporosis, even thinning of the bones. Even 70% of all autism is one particular autoimmune disease. So this is where they say things like cardiovascular disease. We used to think it was just what you ate and all this other kind of stuff. But actually what it is, is a chronic inflammatory disease. And that inflammation just happens to go to the weak spot in an individual that might be the cardiovascular system or in other people it might be the bones or the eyes or the brain or other kind of things. And so if you know the central mechanisms that disrupt the immune system, you're in a position to reverse the disruption and reverse the chronic disease because now you've opened up the window of opportunity for your body to fix something and it's ready to go. All right, hot dog, I can fix this now.
1: Wow, that's so powerful. I got me thinking there. So if I understand this correctly, Dr David, it's about well, part of it at least is inflammation that likely comes in from outside factors like the food we eat, the toxins we allow in or honestly allow in by choice, but they come into our body. So when it comes to this inflammation, then, would that be one of the root causes that we can if we go after, we increase our chances to beat those diseases or not even have them in the first place and have the proper immune
0: system? Correct. You know, one of the challenges of being healthy nowadays is what what you were uh, referring to, like the environmental toxins that get in, foods that get in that are not, you you know, a lot of this highly processed fast foods, I don't even call them foods. I say, well, these are food-like substances. You can't even call them food, right? They have no nutrient value. They're full of toxic stuff. They're not food. Um, We live in such a stressful world, uh, emotional stress and all this, that it's very challenging to stay healthy nowadays. So you really can see this in Particularly in young people, where every other kid's got autism spectrum disorder, developmental delays, ADD, ADHD, depression, anxiety, panic attacks—you know—all the, the the attempts on people's own lives, the suicide attempts—and then every other kid's got a peanut allergy or gluten intolerance or asthma allergies. It's just so hard to be healthy. And so, if you're not actively doing something to help your health, you're getting more unhealthy as time goes on. Now, one of the important things to remember is, though, like when we talked about, well, if you stubbed your toe, you got terrible pain, but you know it's not going to last forever. The body is so good at healing itself, fixing itself. That's what it does every day. It just self-corrects and fixes this. It do fine tunes. And so if you start getting chronic health issues, you know your body has kind of exhausted all its own efforts to be able to do this and it needs some help. But there's very specific things that cause this and very specific things that we can do To reverse the process or with the right kind of testing we can actually kind of see this stuff coming like 10 20 years ahead like type 2 diabetes you can see it coming 20 years ahead nobody should have a diabetes because you can just see it coming so far ahead but the same thing happens like with type 1 diabetes where more the young people and they stop making insulin you can actually see this stuff coming on average even the youngest kids like two and a half to three years before it happens and and a lot of people, it's 10 to 20 years before it happens. The kids that get it over age five, the teenagers, you can see it coming a decade ahead. So we're really, if we know where to look, we could really prevent just about all this stuff. But thank goodness the body is so good at healing, even once it's well-established, the body is in a position to turn around.
1: So if I understand it correctly, then, based on everything we've talked so far, is there really is no illness that we can't overturn if we have the right information.
0: I think you're just about right. Even the type 1 diabetes will look like, well, once you get that, you're stuck with it. But the newer data that's coming out uh, says the opposite, including a study I just came, I just found two weeks ago as I'm doing this real deep dive into, oh, I think I see what might be able to turn around type
1: Hey, it's Konstantin here and I want to take a brief moment to truly thank you for being a part of this incredible journey of transformation. You are the reason we are creating this content. I see you and I appreciate you. Your support truly means the world to me. I want to ask you for a small favour. I'd love for you to join our mission by hitting like, subscribe or leaving a thoughtful comment or review. Your engagement helps others discover these insights, and together we can continue to unlock the power of authenticity and personal transformation. And if you want to reach out directly to me, send me an email at constantine.unleashthyself.com. At I value any and all feedback. Thank you for being a part of this movement. Now, back to the
0: episode. One diabetes. Um, Harvard published a study in 2013 that they gave mice type 1 diabetes, and if they gave them this bile acid, made by the liver called Tudka. Ideally, the liver makes it for its own health, the health of the kidney, pancreas, gut, brain, eyes, you name it, kills cancer cells, all this stuff. Well, It's available in a capsule. Well, 10 years ago, Harvard gave mice type 1 diabetes. And if they gave them this Tudka within 100 days of creating the type 1 diabetes, totally turned it around. And fantastic information. I go, oh my gosh, I think I was correct that that could be the answer to this. But it was very sad because here's harvard 10 years ago and their study go well if this tuck ever became available as a prescription medicine we might have something and i'm like you guys it doesn't need to be a prescription medicine you used the supplement 10 years ago it's still available nowadays we don't have to wait for these things to become prescription medicines they're available without a prescription <laughs> and some way these interventions uh, are truly they're just not prescription medicines we just don't have prescription medicines or surgeries for a lot of chronic health issues But doesn't mean there's not an answer yeah i love that i love that Wow. That, that brings up so many questions and
1: so many thoughts in my mind. But let's go back to the inflammation for a second. So if that's a big part of the root cause, what are some things that people can do to literally go after the inflammation and say, you know what, I want to take control of my health and unleash the best version of myself physically? And of course, that will impact your emotions and mental state and spiritual state, all of it.
0: Absolutely. It's all connected. Yeah. And so you referenced something before we started recording, which is the gut. And the gut is the super central mechanism in all this chronic health stuff. And we talk about the seven central mechanisms in all health or ill health. And the gut's the first. The second is the stress hormone cortisol. The third tends to be food sensitivities, where the gut disruption creates a leaky gut called an intestinal permeability that drives food sensitivities. Now, foods can bug people two ways, either right away or later. So the immediate reactions, people can figure this out themselves better than any test we have because the person says, geez, every time I eat this food, I don't feel well. But then the delayed hypersensitivity reactions are when you eat a food and it's only the food proteins, but they are still in your system days or weeks, even a month after you eat them. And all of a sudden they whack, you creating inflammation. So people may say something like, geez, I have all this inflammation. I know it's got to be coming from someplace. But I know it's not what I'm eating because nothing makes me feel sick. Well, it doesn't make you feel sick in the obvious way. It makes you feel sick in the sneaky, delayed way. And that's because of a leaky gut. Well, then the gut disruption creates vitamin deficiencies because now you can't digest your food and get the nutrients out. You get vitamin deficient. That drives inflammation and disruption of the immune system. And then when the gut's off, you can't get rid of toxins from the body. So your cells make toxic byproducts, metabolism every day. Got to get rid of them. But then to your point, all these environmental toxins get in. Well, you got to get them out. Well, even if you have the right vitamins and minerals, nutrients to run your detox pathways, even if you're eating a lot of cruciferous vegetables that have DIM in them that help you run your, your detox pathways, if you get them into the gut, but you have a leaky gut, it can't get in the toilet when you poop. They just recycle back in through the leakiness and they accumulate over time. And then a huge thing that everybody forgets is that infections are part of all chronic disease. They don't tend to be the infections that drive obvious disease, like high fevers and this kind of stuff. They drive chronic inflammation. So this is where, because 80% of the immune system surrounds the gut, the gut disruption throws off the immune system. You get these infections that drive chronic disease. Things like Epstein-Barr virus, Coxsackie viruses, including a couple of these Coxsackie viruses that involve type 1 diabetes, Um, mycoplasma is a common one. Uh, The tick-borne diseases are common ones. Herpes virus 6 is a common one. So these are the infections that we know drive chronic disease, but it all comes from the gut because without the gut disruption disrupting the immune system, these darn bugs wouldn't have got in in the first place, or some of them get into everybody, but the immune system should keep them dormant. So like Epstein-Barr virus gets into everybody. If the immune system doesn't keep it dormant, it can rear its ugly head and give you mana. but then it can also do that later and give autoimmune thyroid diseases, give multiple sclerosis, do all these other kind of things as well. So when you talk about these seven central mechanisms, it really goes back to the gut as the central mechanism that then drives everything else that drives the inflammation. Wow. So powerful there. Thank you for sharing that, Dr.
1: David. And what comes up right away for me is this idea that I play with a lot in my life. is like, let's look at the foundation of everything that we do in life. I talk about the psychology being my foundation or people's foundations before mindset can be set on top, because if you don't have a strong foundation around your thoughts, your beliefs, then any mindset is going to collapse on top of it. And it sounds like if we take this to medicine, based on what I understand, if we look at what you just said, the gut is the foundation. So if we don't take care of that first, then it doesn't really matter, or at least it doesn't matter as much what we do after. Is that correct?
0: That's right. And if you can heal the gut, you you really set that foundation so that it makes it so much easier for everything else you might do for your health, work better.
1: Okay. And then of course you touched on the food, which is nutrition, very, very important. So how do we fix the gut? Then how do we, first of all, is there anything that we can do to realize what state we're in or does it even matter? Can we go straight to fixing it?
0: Absolutely. You know, you always know the gut's disrupted. You always know you got the stress hormone cortisol involved, you always know you got these infections. And so knowing that really uh, informs you what you got to do. Now, I think one thing that would be lovely is if we didn't disrupt the gut in the first place. But so much of chronic life involves disrupting the gut. So like antibiotics terribly disrupt the gut. Stress disrupts the gut. Things like Motrin's and Advil's anti-inflammatory disrupt the gut. Things they use for blood sugar control, like metformin prescription medicine, disrupts the gut. Uh, Acid-blocking medicines disrupt the gut. There's so many things that disrupt the gut that we'd like to avoid. But the way things are, this is why so many people have messed up guts, because this is kind of like what everybody uses and the life they live. And so ideally, uh, a central mechanism in gut health is what they call the intestinal microbiome, the mix of the good, bad bugs in the gut. So everything I just listed basically kills the good bacteria and disrupts it. And so you want a lot of the good, not a lot of the bad. It's kind of like warriors fighting your battles for you. You want a lot of these warriors fighting your battles for you so you can win all your battles. You don't, not, don't want much of the bad guys. But all these different things can shift the balance the wrong way. And that creates the central mechanism for everything, including there was a cool study I read just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, every body part has its own unique microbiome. The palm of your dominant hand has a different microbiome than the palm of your non-dominant hand. Back of the hand is different than the palm, elbow crease different than your, your pit. And so everyone has this unique microbiome, including breast tissue has its own microbiome. Well, there's this fascinating article that talks about the intestinal microbiome breast axis. So the intestinal microbiome disruption creates disruption of the breast microbiome that increases breast cancer risk, just like the disrupted intestinal microbiome connects with the cells in the pancreas that make insulin disrupted intestinal microbiome, pancreatic beta islet cell disruption, that axis. And so there's an axis, the most common one people know about up to this point has been the gut-brain connection. They call the gut the second brain because of this. And so it's this gut disruption that's connected to every other body part that then drives all chronic disease. But then you fix that, you're in a position to shift everybody else, everything else in the body the right way. So you don't end up getting type one diabetes, depression, anxiety, breast cancer, all these kind of things. Uh, uh, in addition to the autoimmune diseases themselves. Yeah. Wow. Fascinating. And I love the fact that more and more science comes
1: out on, on, on this and you're able to find it and share it with so many people. And I want to thank you for the bottom of my heart, because it is so fascinating to me as someone that's like science, likes to look at, What medicine is discovering, but I don't have access to as much information as you do or the background. And I know the people in the audience will love to hear this. So, okay, how do we fix the gut? So
0: a very big central mechanism in gut ill health and health is vitamin D receptors. So there's receptors on cells for things the cells need to function. So it can attach and tell the cell what to do or attach and go in the cell, tell the cell what to do. So vitamin D, vitally important as are a lot of other things. There's receptors on every cell in our body for insulin. There's receptors in every cell in our body for thyroid. There's receptors in every cell in our body for vitamin D. But receptors can, can become resistant to whatever they're supposed to be told what to do. So the classic one is insulin resistance, where you may have a pancreas that makes insulin and maybe even extra insulin. But if the receptors become resistant, you get this insulin resistance. You can have all the insulin in the world. It can't attach and do the work. And it's almost like you don't have insulin. Well, it turns out, Every cell has vitamin D receptors, but it turns out that there are so many more vitamin D receptors in the gut than any other body part. And when we discover that, we're like, "Oh my gosh, vitamin D must be super important for gut health." But then it turns out these receptors in the gut for vitamin D can become resistant to vitamin D. So vitamin D, unbelievably important. But you could have all the vitamin D in the world, and if it can't attach and do the work in the gut, it's not good. It's not even there. So what happens when these vitamin D receptors become resistant? The intestinal microbiome shifts the wrong way. You lose the good, overgrow the bad. The lining of the gut actually starts creating inflammation, hurting itself. And this is where you hear something like the gut can become an engine of inflammation. It's actually making its own inflammation, destroying itself, and then ultimately destroying, creating inflammation in everywhere else. And then the lining of the gut stops making proteins that keep away bad bugs called antimicrobial peptides. So if you can fix the vitamin D receptors in the gut, it takes three things used together. Daily vitamin D, probiotics, and something called butyrate. It comes in a capsule. Butyrate is actually something made by the good bacteria in the gut called a short-chain fatty acid. The gut makes it to keep itself healthy. But when all this mess is going on, good bacteria don't make butyrate. You don't have enough of the good bacteria and they don't do their work. So we call this the foundational triad vitamin D, probiotic, and butyrate. Fixes the vitamin D receptor resistance. The receptors now become sensitive to vitamin D. Vitamin D can attach and do its work. Intestinal microbiome writes itself. The gut stops making inflammation, killing itself. The gut starts making antimicrobial peptides to keep the bad bugs down forever. And the studies that first came out in 2018 about this, they go, oh my gosh, this is exactly what you want to do if you want to turn around autoimmune disease of the gut. The autoimmune disease actually attacks the gut. So Hmm. if you think, okay, we can fix the gut, we can fix autoimmune disease, we can turn around. Well, how do you fix the gut if the autoimmune disease is attacking the gut itself, right? Got this vicious cycle going. So they go, this is exactly what you can do to get rid of these autoimmune diseases of the gut. And to get rid of recurrent infections, they got like H. pylori, C. diff, all these kind of things. But then they said, oh, my gosh, this seems like such a central mechanism. It looks like what you need to do to fix everything. And sure enough, six months later, the same researchers, I give a little shout out to University of Illinois, because that's where I went to med school, but University of Illinois, Chicago researchers, same researchers six months later go, oh, my gosh, this is a, quote, unquote, nuclear weapon against diabetes, You can turn around all diabetes with this. But then every article has been coming out since. It's like, oh my gosh, this was true. So like two years ago, Harvard came out with a study that they said, well, if you can fix the intestinal microbiome this way, and I'm like, that's what happens when you fix the biome D receptor. You can treat major depressive disorder with it. Major depressive disorder will go away if you can do this with the intestinal microbiome. Another study came out right after it. Well, if you can fix the intestinal microbiome this way, it changes people's personalities. They become more outgoing and more social. And then <laughs> with your background, you're probably, you know, being social or social animals, you're out there socializing with people. That's therapeutic for you as well. Right. Totally. And so that we, we, we always, that foundational triad is a big one to fix the gut. Even if you're not quite sure what's going on with the gut, you're going to be turning it around. Now you also got to get rid of these infections because oftentimes there's infections in the gut Because with this intestinal microbiome shift in the wrong way, bad bugs get in from the outside. And so you get these chronic smoldering infections of the gut, but also it's these infections that go to different body parts that tend to make the body part the weak spot. So this disrupted immune system will start making antibodies against against our own body parts. Why this body part versus that body part? A lot of times there's an infection there that made that body part a weak spot. And so you got to get rid of these infections. Even if you're not quite sure where they are, what they are, that's okay. And this tends to be a big one missed is the infections causing the stuff. And so we use this broad spectrum antimicrobial often, most of the time out of Canada, which is a nano silver uh, called pH structured silver solution. And it's a nano silver. It'll get rid of any infection, no matter where it's at, no matter whether you know what kind it is, it'll get rid of it. Now, because it's a nano silver, it never bioaccumulates. So historically, people in all cultures around the world have used uh, uh, silver in the form of colloidal silver to get rid of infections. And it's very good at getting rid of the easy infections, the one that give you the fever. You can use it for a couple of weeks. It goes away. Totally cool. Now, places in India, the silver they use is like silver paper and the bioaccumulates and it will turn people blue. It was a lovely color. It's not a good color for people. So you don't want to use colloidal soap. You can't use it to get rid of these chronic infections, but nanosilvers will get rid of them. And if it's so cool. You can use it long enough to get rid of them because you guys are stubborn, like three, six, nine months to get rid of oftentimes. doesn't take that long to get feeling better because just getting their numbers down makes a huge change, but also the water. It's called structured water and pH balanced. And take a, a, a mini deep geeky science dive is this has to do with the biophysics of water molecules, not the biochemistry, biophysics of water molecules that will get rid of inflammation and help damage tissue heal fascinating science behind it they first discovered this property of this structured water because they would use it in burn patients to keep them from getting infections and their burn injuries mm-hmm. while they're trying to heal it but then they saw that the tissue was healing so much faster and they're like oh my gosh that is so cool what's going on well it turns out that a big central mechanism of staying healthy or being sick is epigenetics. It's not what genes we have. It's which ones get turned on and turned off. So this is where epigenetics is, the things that alter gene expression without changing the genetic code itself. And so when people aren't feeling well, it's because they've turned on the bad genes and turned off the good genes in every cell in their body. So it's so easy to get a lot of things going the wrong way at the same time. But it's also why everything can go the right way at the same time. So everything we talk about so far works by flipping genes the right way people go oh my gosh i feel so much better i feel better all these different ways well sure enough the structured water there's 88 cells that code for healing in a skin cell this structured water upregulates the activity of 59 out of the 88 genes so the skin cells can heal better it's Mm. like oh my gosh that is such a deep central mechanism but that's what happens when you fix the gut that's what happens when you create calm by meditation or getting out in nature that's what happens when you've you know, fix the gut and get rid of vitamin deficiencies and all this kind of stuff. Start flipping genes. This is the body. of The body can fix any cell, any body part all at the same time.
1: Wow. So where can one get the silver that you mentioned as well as the water? Is the water the the byproduct of fixing all
0: of this? And essentially it's
1: made within you?
0: Um, Well, that's that's such an interesting point. So um, our liquid in our body will shift to more of a structured form with – uh, cosmic radiation. Um, it you take you take these water molecules and they kick out protons and they start stacking like pallets on top of each other, and it makes for the most interesting biophysics of water molecules. That kind of happens naturally. It's one reason why, as far as I understand it, my, my micro understanding of this is that's what, when you when you drink water from like a, a, a stream bed that's really moving fast. And, and you taste the water and it tastes different than the water coming out of the tap. It's like, Oh my gosh, just, this is like water energized. Or this is like, you know, the pure water. It's because the, the, the biophysics of the water molecules have shifted to make it that way. Um, and, but this is a nice way to get this therapeutic. So this pH structure, silver solution is available and um, it's just an absolute game changer And that's like an over-the-counter, I'm assuming? Well, ideally, you have to get it from medical practitioners. And it is available on my website as a medical practitioner. We teach people how to use this stuff. There's no downside. Like I mentioned, it doesn't bioaccumulate, but you can actually get it off my website, for example. And this is part of where we're trying to educate people where this stuff comes from. So like um, my free educational online email course called Medical Build Detox, We want to teach people seven emails. Each one takes a deep dive in this stuff. First one's all about epigenetics, a deep dive into why people get this. But also we want to teach people how they can turn this around themselves, because even though the body is super, super complicated, it is super, super logical. And if you understand the logic behind anything, it just makes sense. Well, if you understand the logic behind the body, you go, well, that makes sense. You don't need to be a rocket scientist to figure this out. I mean, anybody can be logical. And if you just explain it in the right way, people go, oh, well, of course, that's, that's, that's how it works. Yeah.
1: And you said that the, the silver takes six to nine months for some people to really do well, its work?
0: It can take like three, six, nine months, 12 months sometimes to get rid of these infections that drive chronic disease. Now, the healing process, oftentimes feeling better, is a lot quicker because just as you're getting rid of these infections that are causing inflammation, just as you're getting rid of the vitamin deficiencies that are causing inflammation, just as you're resetting cortisol, the stress hormone through meditation or nature, resetting it, you just start feeling better, better, better. Now you might not feel your, your, your total best yet because you haven't gotten rid of all the stuff, including infections. And what we end up doing with the PA structure silver solution is once somebody feels 80, 90% better overall, everything that was bugging you originally, it's all connected. So that it all should get better at the same time. Some things a little quicker than others. But once you're 80%, 90% better overall, we say, go ahead and stop the pH structured silver solution. Let's see how you do without it. And if you stay good without it, you're like, hey, I stopped that. I'm totally cool still. Fantastic. Great. You got rid of the infections that were driving chronic disease. And now we hopefully got you so healthy, they'll never rear their ugly head again. But if you're the person that stops it and goes, uh-oh, I'm starting to backslide here within a couple of days, a week, maybe. Ooh, almost had them gone. They weren't quite gone. They're trying to build their numbers again. You hop right back on it. And typically within a couple of days, you're right back to feeling great. Use it for two months, try to stop it again. With the goal being you eventually can stop it. You stay great without it. They're gone. Got you so healthy. You'll never let those dudes ever rear their ugly head again.
1: Amazing. Amazing. We'll definitely put the links in the show notes. Definitely encourage people to go there. We'll, we'll talk more about that and the free courses and everything you offer but that's something I'm highly interested in. And I'm not a doctor. Don't claim to be one. But I would love to learn more because for my own health, my family's health, and everyone I talk to, right? Because if – I mean, this sounds amazing. And I and I believe it 100% because I've seen different elements. In fact, it's funny. I have a bottle of probiotics right in front of me. I started taking this a couple months ago. I take vitamin D. I don't have – is it a – what was the other one? It's but- called
0: butyrate, B- butyrate. B-U-T-Y-R-A-T-E. Made by the – Made by the body. As I've referenced that TUDCA yes. made by the liver, bile acid. Well, here's this butyrate made by the good bacteria, a short chain fatty acid. Oh my gosh. Of course, it's great for the gut, right? Because the gut bugs make it for the gut. But butyrate prevents cancer five ways, treats cancer, kills cancer five ways, does all this amazing stuff. And you're like, oh my gosh, our body is like the ultimate multitasker. It is never going to make one thing to do one thing, it makes one thing to do like 200 things. It's like, oh, it's so smart. So simple too, right? You don't have to complicate
1: things too much. <laughs> so then with probiotics, butylate, and then the vitamin D, these are supplements that ideally you should be taking on an ongoing basis or I guess supplement with the right foods too, I would imagine.
0: Well, you know, there's these, these things we can do that get at these central mechanisms, but you really don't have to use it forever because once you fix the system, the system just takes over and does all the work for you. So once you fix that intestinal microbiome, for example, and now you have all those good bacteria, They make the butyrate for you. Don't need that as a supplement anymore. And you got such a good intestinal microbiome, maybe the probiotics that you were taking every day, maybe just to kind of maintain it long term, maybe take it once a week. Vitamin D is about the only thing that we tell people you want to keep taking forever on a daily basis. Because as humans, we're so bad at making vitamin D from sun exposure. Uh, When you do a blood test for vitamin D, simple test, anybody can run it. You want to be between 70 and 90 on your levels lifeguards in San Diego, great tans, on the beach every day. They're in San Diego, which is closer to the equator where most people live. They're in the mid-40s. They're 40 points lower than they should be living on the beach in San Diego. So if you're not taking the right amount of vitamin D to get your vitamin D level in a really good place, 70 to 90, you're suffering because of it. So this is where your body could take over everything, do all the work, you don't need hardly any supplements anymore. You want to take your vitamin D every day. But this is where then to stay good, this is where all the – lovely lifestyle comes from you know make sure you're sleeping well make sure you're managing stress well make sure you're moving exercise make sure you get out in nature make sure that you're 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 eating clean so i kind of talk about lifestyles making sense uh s e n s e so s stress management e eating as healthy as you can and nature got to get out of nature all nature heals and then e exercise got to keep moving And S is sleep, sleep hygiene. But if you make sense with what you're doing with your lifestyle changes, that's what's going to help you get to where you want to go, but that's going to keep you where you want to go once you get there. The body will just take over and do all the work itself.
1: That's amazing. I love that. Yes, and as I'm on my own journey here of transformation across physical and all other pillars, I'm seeing them more and more. And the power of nature, oh, unbelievable. Mm -hmm. When I started adding multiple walks a day with my dogs through nature because I'm fortunate enough to live in a place here in Canada where there's a lot of nature so I can walk through. Transformational, just that practice alone. Of course, there was other things, but beautiful. So with vitamin D supplementation, that's something I started supplementing not long ago. I mean, I'm in Canada, so I get even less sun. (laughs) I'm behind the computer a lot, right? Like most people are indoors. How do you find the right dosage to take?
0: Well, most people need between 5,000 and 10,000 IU per day, just to stay good once they get to it. So oftentimes people need more. So typically what you'd like to do is pick a dose, 5,000, 10,000, use it for about eight to 10 weeks, and then get tested to see if that's the perfect level for you. And then for about every 10 points you're lower than you want to be, increase the dose by 1,000 a day kind of a thing. Now, typically different countries are different. We're fortunate enough uh, in in my clinic, we see people – adults and children from every state in the U.S. and across 21 time zones worldwide. So every country has that little t- interesting stuff. So in the United States, for example, you can go online, order your own blood tests, get a printout, go to a lab and we'll draw them for you. Now in Canada, it's not quite that simple sometimes. It's a very interesting system where if the lab doesn't feel like you need a test, they're not sure what their criteria is, they just won't run it. Or I've also had people where they go, well, We're not sure if they ran it or not because they said it's a little bit of an unusual test. So they sent it to someplace in Canada to batch it and they'll only run it once they get enough of those tests to run it one shot. But they won't tell me if it's been batched or just not run until a few months from now. And then they'll, if it hasn't come back yet, it probably wasn't batched. And so it's a little interesting. So, but but even saying that, if you just take like five to 10,000 IU a day, um, you'd be much better than not taking. And you'd rather be higher than you need than lower than you need. There was this great uh, case study I just read the other day that happened in India where somebody had pancreatic cancer. And pancreatic cancer is, oh, that's a tough diagnosis. And, um, you know, 80, 90 percent of people die within a year, all this kind uh-huh. of stuff. And so this woman was diagnosed and they go, well, as, as advanced as your pancreatic cancer is, you probably won't make it You know, more than two months. Well, they told her, why don't you take some vitamin D? Well, she she went and got the prescription kind, which is 50,000 IU per capsule. So if we're talking five to 10,000 IU a day, well, if you take 50,000 a week, that averages 7,000 a day. So she took 50,000 every day for an entire eight months. And she went back in and they go, oh my goodness, your pancreas, we wanted you to do this, this like radiation and chemo, but she decided not to. Well, they came back and actually the pancreatic cancer after eight months wasn't more advanced than it was. It actually was regressing. And they go, geez, what have you been doing? Did you do this chemo? And she goes, well, no, but I did this 50,000 IU per day. And they go, well, you weren't supposed to do that kind of dose. She's like, oops, I'm sorry. I, I must've gotten confused. Well, her vitamin D level was so high they couldn't count. It was more than 150, but she didn't have any adverse reaction to it. It wasn't bucking her, and it is the only thing she was really doing. And here's somebody who should have been dead in two months. Ninety percent of people don't even live a year. Well, here she is, eight months later, and the cancer actually was starting to regress, was starting to get smaller. And so, if you overshoot, eh, you know, it's not kind of nice to know. If somebody got multiple sclerosis, we like their vitamin D to be above a hundred. If you got cardiovascular disease, heart attack and stroke in your history, we want you more than a hundred because there were certain things you need to be a little higher. But even if you're not perfect with vitamin D, that's okay. You got to trust the inherent intelligence of your body, right? Um, so if a woman's vitamin D gets above 60, she automatically has decreased the risk of ever getting breast cancer by 82%. Oh,
1: that's phenomenal.
0: If a woman keeps her vitamin D above 50 during pregnancy, she's automatically decreased the risk of her child ever getting the autoimmune disease. Multiple sclerosis has cut the risk in half. We'd have a 100 less MS, multiple sclerosis cases every week in the U.S., but a woman just kept her vitamin D above 50 during pregnancy. And then this incredible study out of northern Finland, where they took every kid born in 1966, followed them for 31 years. They said, okay, so half you kids, we want you to take 2,000 IU of vitamin D every day for a year of life. Tiny dose, 2,000. Nobody comes close to being fully therapeutic at 2,000. Just take 2000, just do it the first year of life. We don't care what you do after the first year, we're going to follow you for 31 years. They saw a 90% reduction in type 1 diabetes, the diabetes that requires insulin your whole life, ideally. 90% reduction by doing that one thing, tiny little thing, first year of life. And oh, by the way, the kids seemingly never got schizophrenia. So good for the brain to do that, they didn't even get schizophrenia. Um, so this is where a little bit goes a long way. And once again, we also say, well, you don't need to be perfect. You just got to be perfect enough to get your body in a position to heal this stuff. Body is so smart. My mind is blown here, Dr.
1: David. I want to thank you so much for all this information. And it's funny because the, the pills I got here in Canada for vitamin D, they are 1,000 units per pill. I started with one pill. That's why it says on the bottle. Then I went to three pills lately, but I'm way under by the sounds of it. So I'm definitely going to increase that and see, see where it leads because it sounds like it's the answer to a lot of our problems, and you do hear it a lot. Oh, vitamin deficiency! You're up in the north; you gotta take more vitamin D. But it's not just about the seasons, like you said, right? Even the the people sitting in the sun all day long near the equator—they don't have enough. And I wonder, perhaps it's not really relevant, but how do we evolve as humans if even if we are in the sun all the time, we're not absorbing it? I'm assuming it has to do with the environment as well.
0: Well, we, we were better at making vitamin D from sun exposure in the past than we are currently. There's multiple reasons why they think that is. One of them is that ratio of the different omega fatty acids, three, six, nine, the good versus the bad. Our ratio of bad to good is shifted, and that's making it more challenging to make vitamin D from sun exposure. But also uh, people that live farther away from the equator who would typically find it harder to make vitamin D, they consume foods that had a lot of vitamin D in it, like oily fish. I did a, a, a video a while ago about the vitamin D content and all kinds of different fish and seals and whales and walruses. And as you go up the food chain in the uh, sea, plankton have vitamin D. Well, then every animal that eats, the bigger, the bigger, they get more and more vitamin D. And so the vitamin D levels in seals is astronomically high. Mainly they store it all in all their fat. But this is where humans like the Inuit Indians Inuit uh, Eskimos, uh, uh, the first people, they ate a lot of those kind of foods. So their vitamin D levels were super high, super high. That's why they never got heart attacks and strokes. They ate fat, 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 but it all had vitamin D in it. They never got heart attacks and strokes. So when they shifted to more of the westernized diet, they started getting heart attacks and strokes kind of a thing. And so when you look at the vitamin D content of fish um, in Europe, farm-raised fish, only has 20% of the vitamin D as wild caught fish of the same kind. So even if you're eating a lot of fish, if it's farm raised, you're not getting the vitamin D you used to be able to get. And most people are not eating the food that has the high vitamin D content in the first place.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. That makes so much sense. Right.
0: So it sounds like you can get some vitamin
1: D from food, but since sometimes you can't trust the source, it's better to still supplement and just go that way because that's a lot more direct. And are all vitamin supplements these supplements essentially fairly equal? Because I know with certain supplements they release better, they you get more of the percentage of whatever it says on the bottle than others. Have you found anything with that?
0: Yeah, and that, that is a beautiful point to bring up. Is we there's very specific brands that allow their products to be independently tested by third party companies. We make it but before we sell it to consumer. We're going to let you test it to tell us if it has in it what it's supposed to and doesn't have something in it that you shouldn't. Now, the pharmaceutical industry is bound by law to do that. They can't sell the consumer before they do that. But the supplement industry is not held to those standards, though there are ones that do it. But the thing is, so much of what you can get at your local store is not the good stuff. Um, There's such a problem with the things not being in the product that's on the label or there's fillers and other things in it that shouldn't be in it, that really, if you're just getting stuff over the counter, you really can't get healthy. You can't turn this stuff around. There was such a problem. A researcher in the state of New York decided to test this. And so he pulled all these uh, products off all the shelves of all these big stores in in New York, for example. They had them tested by outside companies to see if it had in them what they said they had in them. Well, most of the products were nothing but his, his his quote was, well, geez, mo- most of this stuff is do- nothing but ground-up houseplants. It doesn't have anything in it that it's supposed to. And the and the attorney general in the state of New York was so appalled that he pulled all the supplements off all the shelves. There was no supplements to be had in the whole state of New York. Now, everybody forgot about it. Eventually, they came back on. But one of the spokesmen for one of these big companies that sells tons of supplements um, goes, geez, we had no idea this was a case. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you sell 1000 fish oil capsules for two bucks and you're like, Oh, we're surprised the quality is so poor. It's like, Oh, you guys come on now. And so this is where you really got to get these supplements. And I see this all the time. So like, for example, vitamin D, we'll have somebody using like the vitamin D that's on my website, got their level. Perfect. They come back three months later. We want to recheck them just to make sure they're good. Uh, and they're down like 40 points. And I'm going like, Oh, that's so weird. You know, you're still taking the same, you know, same D3 5,000, um, Three capsules a day. Well, yeah, but I'm not taking I'm not taking that one. I, I went and got one in my local store because I ran out, and rather than ordering it online, I just went and got it. But I'm still taking the same amount, the fifteen thousand. I'm like, oh yeah, that doesn't have in it what it says, or it has fillers that are making it impossible to absorb. And so you really want to make sure you get the right stuff so that it has in it what it says, and it doesn't have in it what it should Including, you know, so many people have sensitivities to gluten and wheat, and so many products use wheat as a filler or lactose as a filler. So many people have lactose sensitivity. You know, they use it as a filler and all these fillers are just like, why would you put that in as a filler? That's what bugs everybody <laughs> kind of. a thing.
1: <laughs> Hey, beautiful soul. Thank you so much for watching this conversation with Dr. David Bilstrom. Amazing stuff, right? You might be excited to go to his website and buy some of the supplements he, he mentioned. I know I have already done that and I'm recommending it to pretty much all my friends and family because this can be life transformational. Now, I want to ask you a small favor. If you do end up wanting to buy any of his supplements, would you please use our referral link, which you'll find in the show notes below. That way, not only will you get the best deals and you'll get those amazing supplements, but you also get to support our show so then we can bring more of these amazing conversations and we'll have Dr. David back on the show for part two and then part three and so on. So thank you so much for your support. And let's get back to it really quick. Thank you. Wow, beautiful. So that, that's
0: really good to know. And I was imagining that's the same with probiotics and any
1: other supplements we, we look at.
0: It very, it very much can be, yeah. So you want to kind of do your due diligence and, and you know find the products. Because usually they're going to be on online is where the best products are. Because when, in stores, they kind of place them on the shelves based on how much the company pays for the advertise, you know the advertising thing. And so a really good company say, well we'll put our money into the quality, not on stock fees kind yes. of thing.
1: Wow, beautiful. And you you mentioned your website. We'll talk about that a bit in a bit here, but can anyone from any place in the world order or is that
0: more for a US based clientele? No, thank you for asking that too. So because we see people, kids and adults from twenty one time zones around the world, we really had to and we just changed this about six months ago. We had to have a, a way to get the stuff that these people need to turn this really super well established chronic disease around. We have to be able to get it. So uh, on my store now, we use a shipping company that can ship anything PA structured silver, any of these supplements uh, anywhere in the world. And, and so we can get the kids in Australia, the stuff or England or all over the place. Um, Cause you have to have the stuff that can turn this around. If you're going to turn it around, Absolutely. And
1: I know you mentioned children and young adults, and I know reading up on you before we, we got a chance to meet, you do a lot of work with young adults, and you believe that that's ideally where you start to have a much, much healthier life and not have issues until you're 90. Can we talk a bit about that and what you have seen with children these days?
0: Yeah, so you know, ideally we, we're teaching people how to stay healthy. So when you look at epigenetics, what genes are turned on and turned off, what you like to do is work with prospective parents before they even conceive a child. You can do things like do the meditation, get out in nature. Let's get your vitamin D really good. You know, it doesn't have to be a lot of complex stuff, but some really important stuff. So they start flipping genes the right way in themselves. Because we know that if you flip genes the right way before conceiving a child, you actually pass on cleaner genes to the next six to eight generations. The corollary is if you don't do that, you pass on crumier genes to the next six to eight generations. So we're all the products of the previous six to eight generations. And so this is where you hear things like we're living the traumas of past generations, Mm -hmm. like emotional traumas. Right. And so people uh, descendants of Holocaust survivors have a lot more epigenetic problems and disease than people that didn't live through that. They had this thing called the Dutch hunger winter of 1944, 1945, where um, they, they didn't have food and it terribly adversely affected their epigenetics. Their descendants are unhealthy compared to other people that didn't go through that. On the other hand, You also had this time when people couldn't get wheat in a certain part of Europe for a while because of food shortages. Their descendants have less type 1 diabetes. It's like, oh, that's so cool, that gluten. That's not so good for some people. You want to optimize epigenetics before conception. But then there's things you do during pregnancy that are optimizing epigenetics and optimizing neurodevelopment. So you make it less likely they'll get autism spectrum disorder developmental delays. And so this butyrate is really great during pregnancy to, to help with neurodevelopment probiotics during pregnancy decrease the risk of getting every pregnancy-related complication you can think of. So whether it's nausea and vomiting is less, high blood pressure, blood sugar control issues, premature delivery, preeclampsia, all these risk factors of things that happen during pregnancy, you decrease it simply by using probiotics. And so vitamin D, probiotics, and butyrate, for example, doing your meditation, getting out of nature during pregnancy, oh my gosh, does that help? And then here are the newborns, some vitamin D. If they're preemie, you probably want to add some tutka because premature infants don't make as much of the bile acids that you need to digest your food, but they don't turn into the secondary bile acid like this tutka. that the cells in the pancreas need to make insulin. Preemies have more type 1 diabetes and type 2 diabetes as an adult. The newborns, because their, pancre- their liver is just not making this bile acid tutka as much as you should. So there's really things you can do in every stage of life, including you like to optimize epigenetics then before age 19, as best you can, because then you just don't get stuff as an adult. If you can do that early, you just don't get stuff. But then you have your epigenetics in a good place so then you get to pass it on to the next six to eight generations. And now you've made your descendants healthier than even you were when you started probably.
1: Uh, that's, that's actually something. I love that so much. Thank you for sharing that
0: yeah uh, <laughs> all this is fascinating and we have two levels of courses for non-medical people we have two levels of courses for medical people because i'm so passionate about teaching patients and medical professionals all this information um we have blog posts such as the vitamin d does it again the 2018 study i referenced It's so much good information two parts of that one um you can access all the social media platforms that we've share information with you can access the the youtube channel i have over 150 different videos about this stuff and each one is at least about one two three scientific articles because i want to make sure people know this is the science this is the science of this stuff and uh the seven day free online educational email course we call the medical bill detox because when you get these chronic health issues test after test surgery after surgery med after med you can rack up a big bill in the United States with these chronic health issues. We want to teach people how not to do that. Now there's other countries where that's not quite the case. And so actually we have such a large following in French speaking uh, Europe and North Africa. My wife, who actually is a psychotherapist, she's an expert on adverse childhood events and how they drive chronic disease and what to do about it. Uh, She and I have spoken at four different French speaking conferences in North Africa and the EU last year alone um, because this is a, a universal problem. We're, we're actually getting a, a good friend of mine who's a researcher in, in France is, is translating the free online educational email course and my book into French as we speak. But we need to change the name because in the French-speaking countries, they don't have <laughs> some of the health issue, health uh, care issues that the United States gets. Uh, it's, it's not all about saving money. It's just like I need to be healthy, and this is the way we're going to do it.
1: Oh, I love the doctor, Doctor David. So so beautiful. Let me ask you this: This is this might be a uh, one that's easy to answer, maybe not. Why don't more people know about this stuff? Why are not more doctors aware of all these beautiful studies and all these correlations and help their patients with this? Well, you know, there, there's
0: such a huge explosion of medical knowledge. It is impossible to keep up. It is so challenging as a medical doctor just to keep up with what you're already doing, to kind of stay on the cutting edge. You know, if you can read. Couple journal articles and a couple magazines every month. Boy, that, that's pretty good. And so, you know, they kind of talk about you don't know what you don't know. And so, you know, I may know how to reverse autoimmune disease and how to prevent it, but if you need a colonoscopy, don't ask me to do it. You know, that's not my thing. But then again, the doctor does a colonoscopy may not know how to turn around Crohn's disease, all sorts of colitis, that kind of stuff as well, right? So everybody knows their stuff. So this is where we're trying to make, um, it easier for all medical and non-medical people to understand this, even if they're not the one that's going to then, you know, do the treatment themselves, at least the medical practitioners. And they're like, Oh, we can do this. Oh, cool. I'm going to find somebody for my patient who can do this for them. And that's hopefully where we get there. But, oh my gosh, the amount of, uh, used to, uh, I've lectured a lot for a lot of years. And I, was t- I always talk about things like, well, back in 1850, medical knowledge was doubling every 50 years. Well, then by, 1940s it was doubling every 15 years well then by 1970 it was doubling every seven years and i would say well geez by 2021 medical knowledge is going to double let's see we double every six months well now it's doubling like every two and a half months it's just so much stuff coming out which makes it fascinating so i do these deep dives like on the weekends just reading as many articles i can and just going, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that this information is out there. I can use it in clinic tomorrow to do this kind of stuff.
1: You're absolutely right, especially with advancements of technology and artificial intelligence. I'm sure that will speed things up even more, and then so much information, so little time, and most people are so busy. makes sense. So that's why we're so grateful to have people like yourself that specialize in one area, can go deep, and then can pass on the knowledge, like you said, to both lay people as well as specialized people. I love that so, so much. Thank you, David. I guess in summary, if I may, to treat an autoimmune disease, to prevent it, to prevent a lot of those diseases you talked about, it really comes down to the gut health and you treat that or you improve that by supplementing, right? With the three supplements you mentioned, plus the silver and the water you mentioned, is it also supplement or that's more like a finding that we have and
0: that you can't really buy that water. So, so that structured, the pH balanced structured water is actually part of that pH structured silver solution oh, that we exactly. use to get rid of the infections. Okay. But then it also gets rid of inflammation, helps damage tissue heal. And so okay, you die. can heal the gut. Now, m- managing stress is really important. Stress always nails the gut. And so this is where, you know, doing at least a couple minutes a day of some kind of relaxation something, get out and walk your dogs, do the deep breathing, progressive muscle relaxation, repetitive prayer, whatever it is, that couple minutes a day of creating calm is really teaching your body what calm feels like. Because with all this health stuff that would be going on to somebody, that stress hormone cortisol always gets kicked up into the stress mode. And the body stress is stress, physical stress, emotional stress, spiritual stress, it's all stress. Kicks you up, locks you in place. Well, then we say, well, let's get rid of these things that are causing physical stress. We'll get rid of the infections. We'll get rid of the vitamin deficiencies. We'll heal the gut. Go get rid of some toxins. Well, now cortisol's in a position to reset, to get in the calm mode. And we go, okay, cortisol, come on now. Time to get in the calm mode. And cortisol looks at us like, what are you talking about? And we're like, well, you know, the calm mode. And cortisol goes, I have no idea what you're talking about. I've been stuck here so long. I got no clue what calm feels like. And we're like, oh, that's right. We have to teach you what calm feels like. Get out, walk your dog, do your deep breathing, body goes, "Ah," and then you can fix anything, including it's the cortisol that gets stuck in the stress mode that suppresses the immune system that allows the infections that get in that drive chronic disease. So by resetting cortisol, now your immune system can keep those dudes at bay the rest of your life.
1: Amazing. And I, more recently, in the last couple of years, I've, I've introduced a gratitude practice, a meditation practice, and I've seen amazing benefits. I never correlated it with reducing the stress hormone, which makes sense, right? Because you get into a state by choice or otherwise where you are feeling better and you are giving time to yourself, be it in nature or otherwise. Yeah, that's so powerful. And I know that most of us, because we're so busy and we're so stuck on these devices, it's very hard to to give ourselves time for that. Such a beautiful reminder.
0: And this is where, you know, some powerful things like mind, body, medicine, all this super powerful. Oh my gosh, so powerful. But then sometimes you go, geez, it's not quite working like we had hoped. Well, there's got to be something getting in the way. And this is kind of the gut health, for example. Or you have a musculoskeletal issue. You go to PT, physical therapy. Oh, this is going to work great. Yeah, so weird. It didn't work like I would hope it would. Got to go back to the foundation. Then you go back to the physical therapist. and go, oh my gosh, now it worked just like I hoped the first time. Or you go back to the counseling. Like, oh my gosh, it was so much easier for me to do this work and come out the other side feeling great because I got this foundational work. So really, truly if you get this foundational stuff, it makes everything else so much more likely to be able to help people the way it's supposed to. And one reason why it doesn't always do that, but there's always a good reason why it works. Always a good reason why it doesn't. Usually it's like, yeah, I got something to heal on the inside to make this other thing do the work it's supposed to.
1: Yeah. And it sounds like if you implement some of these changes, like the supplementation and maybe walking in nature or meditation, you can see impacts fairly quickly. You won't get healed overnight, but the impacts will start to compound, essentially, Absolutely. if I understand correctly. Absolutely. So true. Yeah. Wow. Dr. David, honestly, I could talk with you for hours and hours and days in the interest of time. I want to give you a chance. Is there anything else that comes up for you that is important for the audience to know, for people to know and take action on that we haven't talked about yet?
0: Well, I, I, I think what's important to know is if you're somebody who's not feeling well, that's not you. That's just not. That's just your body having some things going on that's not right. So to become the best version of yourself, if you fix this, you become the best version of best uh, best version of yourself. So we kind of talk about the autoimmune lifestyle. When you have autoimmune disease, you can feel so sick, have no quality of life. But that's not you. That's you with a, an illness. And then we get rid of that illness, you feel great. You're back to your best version of yourself. You can do the things that make life worthwhile, enjoyable, you know, whatever it is, play with your grandkids, your kids be there for, you do become the best version of yourself. So it's very empowering to get at these fundamental issues, driving you crazy, driving you not feeling good, but that's not you. That's just you not feeling good. There's a video that I might refer people to. Um, that's accessible through my YouTube channel called a two year olds story of celiac disease. So much more than gluten-free. So here's a child, Terrible cognitive, emotional stuff right from the get-go. Terrible gut issues right from the get-go. And got so bad by 14 months of age, they took him to a major children's hospital. And they said, oh, you got celiac disease. You have the autoimmune disease attack in your small intestine. You just got to get rid of gluten and wheat. You're going to be fine. They got rid of gluten and wheat. He wasn't fine. He's kept getting worse and worse and worse. So they came to see us at 28 months of age. And he was terrible. And the main problem he was having, he had these fits. 10 to 14 times a day where he tried to smash his head on the wall, head on the floor. Parents would try to restrain him for his own good. He tried to scratch their faces. So when they came in, you know, one thing I said is, well, you got to get rid of the foods that are causing issues. You got to get rid of the reason why the foods caused you the issues. You got to fix the gut, right? So we we looked at the gut. We fixed these central mechanisms a year later. Totally fine. Totally fine. And the mom said, this lovely video she did, um, she said, that child with all those health issues, that was not my child. That's just my child with really messed up biochemistry, a messed up system. My fun-loving, happy-go-lucky child now a year later, that's my son. And so this is where you can become the best version of yourself if you get rid of these things that are dragging you down. And, oh, my gosh, you can probably get so much better than you ever thought you could.
1: I was—I get, mean, getting teary-eyed as you say saying the story, is such a powerful story because a child obviously cannot do anything by, by, by himself in the case, right? And he needed Support from others, but to your point, anything can be can be reversed should you address the cause, not just treat the symptoms, yeah. which seems to be something that our society likes to do a lot. It's just throw another pill at it, throw another distraction at it, just treating the symptoms. Yeah, yeah, that's so powerful, Doctor David. Awesome, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for our beautiful conversation. We'll have all the links in the show notes. We'll put all of that there, and yeah, that that's all I have. Thank you again. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us on this exploration of personal transformation. Your presence and engagement are at the heart of what we do, and I sincerely appreciate you, your time, and thirst for knowledge, inspiration, and empowerment. Please consider showing your support by hitting like, subscribe, leaving a comment, or writing a review. Your engagement not only fuels our mission, but also helps others discover these insights. For more daily guidance on personal transformation across the mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical realms, be sure to visit our website at UnleashThyself.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Unleash Thyself Today, TikTok and YouTube at Unleash Thyself, and there we post daily content designed to inspire and empower you on your journey. If you have any specific thoughts, questions, or feedback, I truly value your input. Or, if you'd like to have a conversation with me or work with me, please feel free to email me directly at constantine at unleashthyself.com. I would love to hear from you. Together, we're building a community united in authenticity and purpose. Once again, thank you for being a part of this movement. Until next time, continue to embrace your true self and live a life on purpose, with purpose. See you in the next episode.